Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick to remind you of our sponsor, 25 Transportation and Solutions. That's 25 Transportation and Solutions. They give you quality transportation, delivery services that you can depend on, getting your freight to and from its destination safe and secure. Contact them at info at 25.org. That's I-N-F-O at T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number five, ive.org or you can call them at 240-479-6376 see you out on the road now let's get back to our episode of the truth and coffee time podcast Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. What's up, Mr. B? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, toast. What's up? <laughs> I'm getting all kind of flack about saying you dry like toast, so it must be other people out there dry like toast and they're taking offense. <laughs> nah, they're just trying to figure out what you're talking about because I'm chilling. Yeah, that's what you call it. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Hello, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for getting up this early morning with us if you're listening to this when it records this early morning um i have been i joined uh mr b i joined this um this squat challenge so i do you have to do a hundred squats a day that's what you've been doing around here because i don't know what that was (laughs) you have to do a hundred squats a day for 30 days and i'm in this huge facebook support group challenge and i brought in tiffany and erica I don't think I think Erica probably has done fifty squats. I don't think she's done Jack Ham. Uh, she wouldn't even check in. But your overachiever daughter Tiffany has been trying to up me every day. Like by five thirty in the morning, she's sending her text messages like, "Bing, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Like let's go." And so I've been trying to get them done in the morning time. So I try to do twenty here, twenty there. 20 here, like when the kids brushing their teeth, I'm like, do 20 squats while they brushing their teeth. And so the kids were mm-hmm. like, yesterday, Mink was looking at me while she was brushing her teeth, just like looking at me up and down, going, What is wrong with my ammo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yesterday I did 20 more. I think I did it by accident because I lost count. So I ended up doing 120. So I text Tiffany, I was like, I'm done. I did 120. Miss Showoff sends me a text last night and says, I'm done too, but I did 100 more, so I did 200 because it just didn't feel right to do 100. <laughs> you know, I know. I, I told you how she is. Uh, she's crazy. So let's say you do, 
You do a hundred squats. Mm-hmm. She do a hundred squats. Y'all cool? Nah. Mm-hmm. You do a hundred, mm-hmm. she'll do a hundred and twenty. <laughs> if you do a hundred and twenty, she gonna jump up bleachers. If <laughs> if you jump up bleachers, she gonna jump from the ground to the roof. You know. Yeah. And if I jump from the ground to the roof, she she jumping from the ground to so earth to the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like ridiculous. It could be yeah. a cool meme though. Yeah, it could be. I, I, I was. I'm gonna try and figure out how to make that meme. I love it, so I can put it in the group. But she can is I, so competitive. Can I tell you a story about? Sure. The Do other I want to hear this story? Yeah, no. Nah, you just said okay. Emma, and mm-hmm. so the other day you ordered Chinese food. I did. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and I was like, so I'm oh. over here trying to get this Chinese. Oh, for food. the oh the one when you went and picked it up. The yeah, one when I, I went and picked it up. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. The, the order was too big to. Right. Mm-hmm. How, how the order too big to? Yeah, yeah. To remember they said it was it was too I had much. To break it up and whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, so order's too big because we got a tribe here. But <laughs> <clears throat> so I go to pick it up. Yeah. And they said, "Can I get the name?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Uh, Brian." And she <laughs> says, "No, Brian." I was like, "Uh." I said, Denise. She said, no, Denise. I was like, Kathleen? Why you got to put my government out there? Why you got to say my government all on this daggone podcast? Be quiet, Riles. (laughs) All right, so. so, Somebody out there in my military days going, I told y'all that was Riles on that bull. I told you. So I couldn't find it. So I said, well, is, is it okay if I look through the ones that are over here on this thing? And she said, yeah, sure. So I'm looking through them, and it's Anma. <laughs> I was like, "Why does she got that?" You know why? Uh-uh. You know why? Because DoorDash is attached to my personal email, the the Anma email. That's okay. why. Just That's say. exactly why. Because it's it's the funniest thing. Because when we get Instacart or DoorDash Anma. deliveries, they go, "Thank you, Anma," and I'll be looking at them like. You ain't my grandchild. What the hell you gonna yeah. do here? Then I have to. I, it dawns on me that is they're utilizing that email because I made that email for the grandchild. Yeah, I was, I was lost. Nah, I'm nah. <laughs> <laughs> there for an extra you twenty minutes trying to figure out what we ordered it under. I got special soup for Emma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no special soup for you. Remember that? Yeah, on Seinfeld. No special soup for he was you. So mad. Oh my god, we all off topic. Oh my goodness. So check this out, Brian. Wait, one more, one more subject though. Have you seen the new? I'm, I'm on this current events uh, thing called the Morning Brew, and I get these updates, and they're complaining. Uh, Kylie Jenner is complaining about the new look on Gmail. And I am so in agreement with her. I open my new Gmail email, the email right. part of Gmail, and it is not user friendly anymore. I don't like how it's set up. I don't like the way my have my eyes have to go to the left now to see all the chats as opposed to the bottom or the right. You know what I mean? It, right. It's really um, it's really not user friendly. I always wonder when 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 companies do big changes like that, mm-hmm. that is like across global or across all their um, user platform. Right. Do they use focus groups or do they use anything to give them I'm quite sure the data do. that they need? It's Google. They yeah, just I understand that, but I've seen more complaints about that. Even at my job, people are complaining about the way it's set up now. Well, it's, it's not really that they not don't get it friendly. right. I didn't say they didn't get it right. I'm just saying that it's not user-friendly, and I'm not happy about it, along with a lot of people in Kylie Jenner. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, um, I just wonder about it. But have you seen it? The Google? The Google, the new Gmail setup. Have you even noticed it? Because you're rarely in that. I was in Google the other day setting up a business. Mm-hmm. That was it. Okay, well... If, if you guys are in that new Gmail, holla at your girl. Let me know if you're feeling the same pains I'm feeling. Because I'm feeling some pains on that. So we got an article. Our article came out this week. Um, and shout out Miami. So everyone, um, if you um, go, into your, your, go into your internet browser and look up shout out Miami, your girl and your boy here have a beautiful article in there about how our... Our life have impacted us on our career and in our podcasting, and it's it's such a, a cool article. I'm actually going to post it on my website. I'm going to put it out on um, our link tree, and I'll put it on on social media today. Mm-hmm. But it's a beautiful article. They did a great job. Shout out Miami. Uh, thank you for trusting. Clap um, it up. Clap it yep, up. Yep. Clap it up. Clap it up. Clap it up. Thank you for trusting, Miss Miss Denise and Mr. B. <clears throat> To be a part of your um, your your family and, and report out such a nice article on us is a beautiful article. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Right, dropping into um, right now, we are really pushing our side hustle and entrepreneur series, and we've been interviewing some great guests. We just had a release um, last week about how to start your Airbnb on a budget. We got a leadership and and management. Um, um, episode coming up in the next couple of weeks from a powerhouse motivational leader. And we got some other stuff planned for y'all, you know, not just, just hearing us and our experiences and our journey, but other people's experience and, and how they're making, uh, you know, passive income or side hustle income or, or extra income or income because they need that one special thing and, and they don't want to take it out of their regular paycheck. So they're doing other things or people who are trying to to jump into entrepreneur and eventually have that be their their job working for themselves as opposed to working for others. So I'm happy about that. But this topic here is they taught us what they knew. And it kind of goes in line with that because with our side hustle series, because I posted a uh, video yesterday about starting where you are and how I didn't really start knocking off things that were my dreams until after 50. So I believe in my heart that a lot of times we don't start things till later because of the things that we were taught or the things that we were know, we know or the things that were passed down to us. And then sometimes we don't open ourselves to learn new. I don't necessarily feel like I was ever closed in learning new things in my 20s, 30s or or 40s, but I do think that I was in the rat race, like I was like tunnel vision. It was all about just getting a paycheck to make sure I helped with, contributed to the family, to make sure that the kids got up and running, to make sure that my household ran smoothly, because with you being in the military and being gone all the time, um, I just felt like having a side hustle or entrepreneurial journey along with the job and taking care of the kids was not conducive. I wish I knew better then as I know now, because that was a great time to actually do it. But also timing is everything. I don't know if my knowledge and my discipline and my focus would have been where, where it is then compared to where it is now. And I look, yeah, you know what I mean? And so I look back on what, what we were taught. I was raised 
by my grandparents. And we talk about this in our article in Shout Out Miami, but I was raised by my grandparents and in between both of them, they only had a sixth grade education. So they taught me what they knew and they did the best that they could in their teachings. Do you feel the same? Because I know you spent summers with your grandparents. I mean, I, yeah, I learned a lot from my grandparents. My my parents were separated. Mm-hmm. My dad, he he was maneuvering. Mm-hmm. He had an own his own business, and he did him. But I never really got to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, my my mother, on the other hand, was in survival mode, so she was maneuvering the way she was maneuvering. She's not teaching me anything because she's trying to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. I felt I feel the same way <clears throat> when we were a military family. I mean. Military, you don't make a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Today is easier on the learning process mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you have technology, all these first te- of all. All the technology that you can learn from. Right. Uh, you have places within the internet that allows you to look things up if you need to look something up on how to actually deploy it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where we didn't have that back in the day absolutely if you absolutely. if you were starting a business you had to write the business name down you had to take it up to you all well, you first you had to go to the, the chamber commerce. of commerce yeah, yeah. you had mm-hmm, to look and see mm-hmm. if it was even registered or yep. if you or if you could even use that name mm-hmm. and they would look through all these books that's a whole different story yeah yeah because now, you had to be mobile and now you can pretty much start Right from your living room. Yeah, you, Researching and everything. Legal mm-hmm. Zoom. I mean, mm-hmm. you can go right mm-hmm. there. They'll look up everything. They'll do everything for you. You don't even really have to do anything. Yeah, I, I agree. And so I look back at that, and I think my grandparents, they taught me what they knew. They taught me what they knew. And I'm sure their parents taught them what they knew and so forth and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know, like my grandfather, my grandfather was a hustler. My grandfather, he, I've never known him my whole my, life. And mine wasn't. He mm-hmm. was straight as an arrow, like a 30-year military, yeah. dot, dot, dot. And the funny thing about that is they got... And they, they loved each other. Yeah, they got together. So, mm-hmm. and they could talk about anything. Yep. They That's crazy. loved each other. You got this old black hustler and this old white military retired person. But at the end of the day, they had the same... They wanted the same for their their grandkids. grandkids they wanted the yeah. best for us, and so that's the that's the common ground that brought them together. Is mm-hmm. okay, these kids are doing this, and we want the best for them. And I feel like they taught us what they thought would be best for us. And then I also feel like they taught us what they felt like they should have done, like. The things that they wish they had right. had done. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and you know, like my grandfather, he taught me through like you know, uh, wives' tales and parables. But that one thing that he always said, and even when you met him, it don't matter what he said to us, he would say to you, "Knuckle, your word is your bond." Mm-hmm. You know, it when all when when finances go away, when everything goes away, what people remember about you is did you keep your word. Mm-hmm. Are you on the up and up? What about your integrity? You know, are you a liar? Your word is your bond. Your word is the thing that will carry you through life where where money won't. Mm-hmm. You know, and he would teach us that all the time. 
And that is the one thing that I have always took to heart that even when I was down, even when we didn't have anything, if I was going to tell someone something, I always hear him in the background saying, your word is your bond, your, let your no be no, and let your yes be yes. You mm-hmm. know, don't don't commit if you can't. And if you commit and you can't, you be the first one to let them know, hey, things have changed, but I can do X, Y, and Z here at this date. Your word is the thing that will carry you through your life. When people think of you, they don't think of you as having, oh, she has a lot of money or, or she has a lot of status or she has a title. They want to, you want people to think of you saying it doesn't matter if she have or if she don't have, her integrity is intact. Right. <laughs> you know, I feel like your grandfather was the same way. He, the biggest teaching I got was from his porch. And mm-hmm. I, let me explain this. On the backside of his house, he had built this deck mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. had an awning. And if it was raining or whatever it was doing, he would sit out there in a lawn chair and he would look at his backyard. And I used to ask him, I was like, what are we sitting out here for? And he's like, we're working. And I was like, how are you working from your lawn chair? He's like, look, he was like, I have a ditch I need to dig because he was putting in piping because his backyard used to flood. Right. Right. So he said, we have to dig this ditch. I have a garden right. that needs to be mm-hmm. tended to. Right. I got a tree line that needs to be cut down. He was telling me all these things. He's like, so I'm looking and I'm 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 mentally seeing what I need to do for today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's okay. mentally planning. He's planning. Mm-hmm. So he says, so now I'm just going to talk you through what I'm planning on doing. So we sit there and we would talk. He would talk to me, and I was thinking to myself, that's a lot of work. Yeah, especially as a teenager, you're like. Um, but Don't want to do none of that. Because the way he explained it was, we're going to dig a ditch, but he didn't like the rocks. So mm-hmm. we had to take the rocks and put them in a bucket and carry the bucket out and dump the rocks in this little quarry area that they were trying to fill up at the beginning of their little court. Right. And I was thinking to myself, like, just the rocks alone, that's a lot, you know. So so we would sit there, do that. Then we would dig with shovels. We're not digging mm-hmm. with a backhoe or anything mm-hmm. like that. We're digging mm-hmm. with shovels. So right. we dig this ditch along his two acres of land Mm -hmm. all the way from one side of the yard down to the next, taking all the rocks out, making sure the saw dust and everything. And and the whole time he's teaching you a lesson. He's teaching me, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Work. Mm -hmm. But we used to sit on the porch, talk about it, and then he would be like, all right, so how do we get this done? And I was like, I guess just go out there and start it. He's like, yep, action. He's like, action "Action is the key key Mm -hmm. to getting anything done. You can Mm -hmm. think about it. You can talk about it. You can... You can do action is what gets things done. So right. let's go. So right. he would he would say after we talked about it, then we would go do it. Yeah. And action is the key. And you know his that 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 back porch ministry <laughs> yeah. it went it went on throughout our marriage until he left this earth. I remember us going down to visit him and he and Erica him taking Erica by the hand mm-hmm. and walking Erica in the in the in, garden. in his garden. And I remember you standing watching him and Okra plants is his, everything. It was mm-hmm. taller than she was. She yeah. was running in between them okra plants. <laughs> and I but I remember you standing in the sliding door watching him do this with tears coming down your eyes and you said, This feels like deja vu because this is exactly mm-hmm. what he would do for me. He would take me by my hand and he would walk me mm-hmm. through his garden. And he would teach me 
about this plant and that plant and why I have to do this and why this one needs watering more than this one and why, and why this you one, rotate them. Why you rotate mm-hmm. the you know, he would teach and he was do he did the same thing with Erica. He was a teacher when it came to not just planning and action, he would teach you, but he taught right. you what he knew. Right. He taught you everything that he knew and then things that he didn't know that he he couldn't teach you but they taught us what they knew they were they shared with us what they thought was good within them right. to pass on to us and then it's our job to teach our kids what we know and then their job to teach even more now I will say you're not going to I wouldn't get the only financial education that I would get out of that man is bank your money mm-hmm. because he came out of the depression mm-hmm. so he wasn't attached to the stock. He was born in 19 right. what was it, 1917 or something right. so he he came through the depression he was born in the depression yeah so they were money was you you stacked it you 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 put it aside today people know money markets and your financial how you maneuver, that's not how you maneuver. You don't park your money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your money needs to be moving like a river. You can't park your money and make any type of money off of it. You're just making interest or your bank is making money off your off your actual investment. And then you end up spending your money anyways mm-hmm. because of struggle or things that happen, tires on the car, you know, stuff breaks down. Absolutely. Right. And he's, but, but he's teaching you what he knows. He te- he's teaching me what. And he- and with my grandfather, with money, they were always in 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 survival mode. They taught me how to survive. They mm-hmm. didn't teach me how to thrive. Right. They didn't teach me how to save. They didn't teach me how to invest. They didn't teach me how to to be even you know a silent investor or be a person that looked for those investment opportunities. And it's really funny because my dad was a hustler. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? He was in the streets. He was, a, he was a hustler. So whatever illegals he was doing out there, he was investing in that. So he knew money management and business like the back of his hand. But because that world was he just didn't want to he didn't want, he didn't to, want to impart that in you that's he right just, so he was trying to keep it separate he kept see so he didn't know that he could have separated the business part from the illegal part and at least taught me what the business part is and a lot of us we do that for our kids right now we protect them by keeping the whole thing from them instead of parsing out what's good about what you're doing mm-hmm. and teaching and teaching them right. we and then this is the other thing and we talked about this on um, on our episode, on our previous episode about starting an Airbnb. We just got our first Airbnb, and mm-hmm. here we are in our 50s. But we learned from our kids, from our daughters. Mm-hmm. But when you talk with her, she says, but mom, I learned from y'all, you know, investing. I learned from, from y'all to look for investment opportunities. I just took it a step further. Which is cool. Which it, is cool. Which is what that, she's supposed to do. Exactly. So she took it a step further and then she turned around and blessed us mm-hmm. with the knowledge that she has tacked on top of what we taught her. Yeah. And as as families, 
that you should be doing that anyways. You should you should teach them what you know, mm-hmm. and then when they learn something new, they can teach they can back teach you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're moving as a family, and you continue to move as a family. It's, Absolutely, it be good. and that's how. But that's how you build that generational wealth. Right. That generational wealth is so much more than just finances. Mm-hmm. That generational wealth is knowledge. It's talents, it's time, it's finances, it's real estate. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's so much more. People look at that building that generational wealth and feel like they have to leave their kids this trust fund. But man, that, that generational wealth, um, that, that definition is so much bigger mm-hmm. than that. It's so much bigger than that. So I want to ask you a question, though. Your father, as long as I've known your father, he's had several different businesses. He's had two or three magazine businesses. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I was doing real estate, he did an article on me mm-hmm. in his real estate book. He, he's had so uh, different publishing. Um, he's had different data analytics businesses. And then the last business he had was pretty lucrative for him. He finally right. tapped into his niche and, and, and got it right. Right. Why do you think he didn't pass that knowledge down to you, though? Because we wasn't talking. <laughs> no, other than but before, <clears throat> when you were talking, he was he was he was in businesses. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, he has never like we never had when he left. Mm-hmm. The resentment between him and my mother was so bad. I mean, it it was ridiculous that I don't. He just didn't attach himself to it. Like I said, like even in uh, in in our beginning, like when we started this podcast mm-hmm. and we talked about, you know, our backgrounds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He he just when he left, he left. Mm-hmm. He checked out. He checked out completely. Yeah. So when we were trying to reinsert ourselves mm-hmm. into his world, yeah. you know, trying to I guess do good for our kids, not right. for not for our well-being but for our kids and he was he just wasn't forthcoming i don't know why he wouldn't share all that because right. even when i go down there and talk to him when i was unemployed i went down there and we were talking mm-hmm. and he was going to try to push me in thank god he didn't cause right right we know yeah mm-hmm. that, that was that was a bad time in his life yeah. but uh he had this thing where he would he was the man. He was running his company. He, right. was, he was he was doing very well at the point, and um, was connected to the government at at some point mm-hmm. um, where they lived, and I just never was in it at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when he told me that part of the reason is I was too ghetto for the for the, for board the boardroom. Room, remember, mm-hmm. 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 and I was like, okay, yeah, but all right. Yeah. Look at me now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, you got to be some type of either ghetto or gangster to be in the boardroom anyways. I'm it, the, the way it moves. Mhm. You mm-hmm. have to take you have to take you have to take charge. Yeah, but he didn't mean it and I know. you're you're saying it in a positive fashion to saying you got to be the boss. You got to know what you're doing and you got to make yourself visible in the it's in not, the boardroom. It's not he even said, the boss. It, you have to be able to maneuver, maneuver it, right. and be able to see mm-hmm. what's going on. And you have to, that's street smarts. Yeah. You can see what's coming. Yeah, yeah. 
by but, listening. Right. So you you just need to hold on. But you're saying that in a positive way. He did not mean no. that in a positive way at all. And it's just so baffling because his brother um, was, me and his brother became friends. Yeah. You know, know, Facebook friends. That and, was tight. I didn't even yeah. have a relationship with him. I mean, I did have a relationship with Uncle Mike. I mean, I have a relationship mm-hmm. with him, but I didn't have the the open door like that. Yeah. And I don't even know how that, that started with, with uncle Mike is that he, he, we started talking one time because he, they used to send us money for the kids during Mm -hmm. the holidays. It was just such a blessing. They didn't know that we were struggling as much as we were. And when they would send, or maybe they did, (laughs) maybe they did. And I didn't know they knew. Mm -hmm. And when they would send either money or they would send a gift it would be like the timing would be so yeah, perfect. They probably were for like, us. "Look, they're in the military. I know they ain't making them." Right, but 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 Uncle Mike and I would I would send him DMs on Facebook, you know, and tell him thank you so much and you know stuff like that. And we started a friendship, you know. And y'all political views were not yeah, aligned. Not Remember? aligned. Y'all be arguing. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be arguing. But he was such a blessing to us. And I couldn't, for the life of me, figure out how could these two brothers be so different. I longed for a relationship like that with your with your father, but he really, you know, we found out later that low key he really didn't feel the same about right. me, you know. But but Uncle Mike and, and Aunt Rose, they was just a blessing. But what I'm saying that to say this: they taught their kids. They really passed down knowledge and a wealth of uh, a knowledge to their kids like you know uncle mike's son is doing amazing and he has learned from the tutelage of his father you know um um your your cousin his daughter you know she is just an amazing person and carrie has learned from the tutelage of of aunt rose and and uncle mike And, and carrie and uncle mike's uh, political views are not the nah. same either, but the respect and the love was just amazing, and yeah. just to see it. And I used to look at that dynamic, and then look at your dad and how he did. He chose not to teach you, and I always felt like maybe he chose not to bring you in the business or not to teach you what he knows because you married into a black relationship or interracial you know, relationship. Mm-hmm. And so that was used to always be in the back of my mind because culturally, mm-hmm. culturally, white people, you know, they say Asian people, white people, they are tutelage when it, they, they teach and they, they, they pass on knowledge and mm-hmm. generational wealth. And, and the African-American people, we're, we've been taught to survive for so long that, that the, the teaching never came into the play like we do it now but my grandparents taught me love and they taught me you know integrity they taught me honesty but they didn't teach me you know financial and thriving and generational wealth Mm -hmm. and entrepreneur to pass on to my kids you know what i mean so so when you look at that cultural divide you wonder in those cultures, what happened to make them choose to teach this child rather than this child? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, well, I can't. I do know that different cultures, they impart things differently mm-hmm. due mm-hmm. to how stable you are. Mm-hmm. If you're stable, you can tell people and you can help them get to where they need to get. Mm-hmm. If you're not stable, you can't do that. Because you're 
if all your dollars is just paying for rent, food, right, uh, transportation, yeah. you're, 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 you're in, surviving. That's, that, that's struggle. Yeah, you're surviving. You're in fight or flight. Right. You're not. You're not. I'm you know. only being able to pay for this. I'm reaching in a hat mm-hmm. and saying, "I, yep, this isn't getting paid mm-hmm. this week. This mm-hmm. is, you know, <laughs> that is a bad situation to mm-hmm. for anybody, mm-hmm. right? Right. How are you going to teach somebody right. how to get somewhere right. that you haven't even got yourself? Right. I know Pastor Patterson uh, from our church in Alaska used to say all the time, I can't teach a person who's hungry. He said, it doesn't matter how great I'm teaching and how lucrative I'm teaching. If that person is sitting there and their stomach is growling and they're homeless and they're, they're hungry. They're only thinking about. They're not thinking about what I'm teaching you. They're thinking about their how they're going to get their next meal. That's why he where they, always feed us. <laughs> <laughs> where they're going to lay their head. How they're going to pay their bills. How they're going to take care of their children. Mm-hmm. They're not listening to what I'm teaching. I remember he came over to our house when we first joined the church. Mm-hmm. And he sat down and he talked to us about that. And then he sat down and he talked to us about investing. Mm-hmm. Invest in our money. I had never been. Do you in remember a... the? Do you remember that advice? He said people always find money in crisis. Yes, that's what I was just. Getting he said to say. He's, he was like he was like Brian. People always find money in crisis. Mm-hmm. You need five thousand dollars to fix your car, mm-hmm. but you'll find it mm-hmm. to fix the car. That's right. He was like, so when you're not in crisis, create, create a, cri- a crisis. Create a crisis. Mm-hmm. And get Take the five thousand dollars and, and then go invest, invest it, it. Mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. now you can pay it a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. but it's already invested. It's invested. And then when that gets done, mm-hmm. create another crisis, yeah. and invest it. And that's when we start tapping into mm-hmm. looking at stocks, looking yes. at. But I had never we was creating crisis. We, cre- we didn't even have crisis. But I had never been a part of a church where a pastor came to your house and not just welcomed you to their community but gave you a financial class to teach you how to grow your money and pass it down Mm -hmm. that knowledge to your children. He was, he, he's one of the best. He was. He's one of the best. I mean, tithing with them Mm -hmm. was, was easy. It was easy because you saw where your money was. You saw the fruits of the labor. The money, the Mm -hmm. time, the talent. Mm -hmm. And he was the Mm -hmm. one that taught us on how to maneuver like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Teaching teaching what you know we must teach what we know this was a great episode honey great episode they taught us what they knew and we teach our kids what we know and we pray to god that we're teaching them more we're teaching them better we're teaching them sustainability we're teaching them how to thrive as opposed to survive now that doesn't mean that your children are not going to go out there and make their own mistakes and they have to get into the struggle because there's nothing wrong with struggle. There is nothing wrong with struggle. It builds character, but at least teach them how to maneuver through that through that struggle and, and hope that they will latch on to what you're teaching them. And even if they don't, at least you've taught them and they know what to do. They're just choosing not to, not to do it. I thank God for... For you, I thank God for this platform. I thank good, thank God that we were able to teach our kids what we knew, and then they took what we've taught them, built on it, and turned around and returned the favor and teaching us old hens what we need to do. And I'm it's, a rooster. I ain't no hen. <laughs> <laughs> what coffee are you drinking, rooster? Uh, 
dark roast. <sighs> okay, so <laughs> I am drinking my caramel decaf. Yes, 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 y'all. I'm back on decaf again because I had a little caffeine bout lately. So I'm back on my decaf again. But I want to tell y'all this. I'm, I am totally addicted to this brown sugar cold brew that I've been drinking. And so if you guys that's, haven't... That's, a, that's from Lifetime. That no, uh-uh, that, not that one. The brown sugar um, cold brew is from Dunkin' Donuts. So if you guys haven't tried the, the brown sugar cold brew for the summer, oh, man, it is great. Um, our grand joy is hooked on the butter pecan um, cold brew. So mm. it's really, really good. Um, the butter pecan is a little bit sweet for me, but it's really good. But that brown sugar cold brew, y'all, y'all need to get on it. But... Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Teach them what you know and then learn more and teach them that again. And for you for you kids out there, your grandjoys out there, when you're being taught, pass that, that wealth of knowledge down. Build on that knowledge. Uh, make it full closure. Come back and teach who teach the teacher. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, so we love y'all. We just thank y'all so much. Don't forget to, that we have an article in Shout Out Miami. Check that article out. Um, we have uh, our website is being revamped. It's up and running, but we're we're adding some new things to it. So check us out at www.diverselove.com. Email us at truthandcoffeetime at gmail.com or at hello at diverselove.com. Um, you know, leave us a voice message on our platform on Spotify or Anchor. We got y'all. We love y'all for real. And we're so happy that you allowed us to bring our truth to you over coffee. Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG. Facebook, and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D-I-V-E-R-S-E-L-U-V. And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. Okay, me, take us out. It's Truth and Coffee time. Help me not think about all my lows. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl, you always on my mind, looking like it's truth and coffee time. Tell me what you really want to know. Girl, it ain't a